Universe. Media. Network. 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 This is Real Estate Investing Success Columbus, the show that takes you on a conversational journey through the ins and outs and the ups and downs of the Columbus, Ohio area real estate investing industry to help you reach your goals of financial freedom through real estate investing. I'm Antonio Holman, author, investor, and founder of United States Real Estate Investor, a real estate investing focused media company. And my mission is to help you learn and achieve financial freedom through media, networking, and knowledge. Today, we're talking to Seth Teagle, from a firefighter and a paramedic to hard work, grit, and lessons learned to now the owner of a vertically integrated real estate company. Stick around with me to find out why Seth Teagle is a real estate investing success. If you're listening to this, there's a good chance you work within the real estate investing industry. There's another good chance that you would like to increase the sales of your products or services. Well, you're in the right place. United States Real Estate Investor is a platform you need to place your brand directly in front of your target audience. With our focused, growing audience of real estate investing beginners, enthusiasts, and seasoned professionals, you can continually reach our captivated viewers and listeners with ease. To learn more or to get started today, just visit UnitedStatesRealEstateInvestor.com slash advertising. That's UnitedStatesRealEstateInvestor.com slash advertising. Get ready to increase your brand awareness and your bottom line. Attract clients with content. All right, today we're here with uh, Seth Teagle. Uh, Seth, we're just going to jump right into it. Are you ready to talk some real estate investment with me today? Yep, absolutely. All right, awesome. Okay, uh, before we get started, though, see, I always like to take it here. Uh, Tell us a little bit about your personal life. Uh, so I'm married, three kids, been married for about 13 years now. So, uh, I've got kids that are nine and, and, uh, twins that are seven. They keep me pretty busy. And then, uh, you know, like I said, I've been a, a professional firefighter for 22 years on top of doing real estate. And, uh, it kind of led me to the real, through that job, that career basically led me to the real estate journey. So that's between those things and, and real estate, I'm pretty busy. Uh, seven year old twins. Yeah. <laughs> are you exhausted? Ninety <laughs> percent of the time, I, I'm not sure I remember what it was like to not be. So, it, <laughs> wow, crazy, man. quite the journey. That's crazy. That's crazy. All right, uh, with uh, one word or phrase, what comes to mind for the reason you got into the world of real estate investing? Oh, I would say uh, freedom of time. Time freedom. It's probably the biggest thing for me. Time freedom. What was what was the that feeling you were having before that? Were you just feeling like you were just bogged down with 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 all the time being sucked up by working? Is that what it felt like? Yeah. So I so the firehouse is, you know, I love it, and it's been something that I've done for a long time. And we work twenty four hour shifts, and we have two days off. And so, you know, I mean, just as anybody else feels the crunch with inflation and other things, and your family's growing, and all the different pressures that people have. You know, I was working 24 hours, and then I would get off, and I would either go to another job, which was usually another fire station or riding a medic. You know, so doing, you know, staying in the same career field, but going somewhere else, and then working for another 12 hours or another 24 hours, uh, just to kind of pay the bills and and continue to, um, you know, just keep up with what we were doing. And so, you know, yeah, I mean, it was there, there was 
the big turning point for me was I was a year where I worked uh, a thousand hours of overtime in a year. So when oh. my wife kind of calculated it at the end, I had actually spent six months out of 12 at the firehouse. Wow. Yeah. So it, was, <laughs> it was crazy. I mean, you don't, I didn't realize it when I was doing it, that it was that much, but you know, we got to the end of the year and it was like, you know, it was just, it, it was very taxing on the family. And I was like, this, there's gotta be something better or a, a, a more efficient way to do this. So that's why I started looking for something else uh, to kind of supplement or, um, you know, just add, really, I mean that just add to it to try to get some time back. And I found real estate. What was, what was the thing that even sparked you to get into being a firefighter in the first place? What was that interest there? You know, I don't know. I got in when I was eight. I got in when I was really, really young. So I got out of high school. I started doing some college. Wasn't really sure. And uh, I just, I don't know. My dad had been a policeman for 15 years, like prior to me really even, I don't really even remember growing up as him being in that field because he, when he got out, I was so young, but uh, you know, I just, I was working one day at a job that I hated and uh, it was right down the street from this firehouse. So I always saw the trucks go by and I thought, man, I wonder what it's like to, what does it take to become a fireman? You know, cause I always liked working with my hands. I always liked doing, uh, you know, I always learn better by doing something versus just somebody teaching it to me. And, um, and so I just walked down to the firehouse one day down there and started talking to the guys and figured out what it took to be one. And that was it. Wow. So, so are you still a firefighter uh, now? Yeah. As of right now, today I am. Yep. Really? So <laughs> do you have a bit of a, a, a time frame or game plan that you have set to where you're going to exit that type of lifestyle? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, I, I mean, in honesty, it's probably going to come sooner than I thought. We've got a pretty big development project going on right now uh, that, we're, that we're kind of like in the early phases, but um, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things Like I told my wife, like at some point in time, there's going to be a crossroads where I have to decide, do we want to continue to grow and get bigger with real estate? Or, you know, do I want to stay being a fireman and, uh, and then not do real estate or not get as big as we've thought we would. And so, you know, I, I, I see that decision coming sooner than later, but yeah, it, you know, it's definitely close. What's your favorite part about being a real estate investor? Man, um, I think that uh, at least for what I do, because all I do is syndications, basically, you know, we buy large multifamily, we do developments now, um, you know, it's really uh, giving other people an opportunity to get into larger deals that maybe they wouldn't have ever got into themselves. You know, I've got a lot of the people that we have as investors, you know, we do 506B syndications, which is, you know, in long and short of it is like friends and family, right? You have to have an extensive relationship with the person that's investing and you have to know that they kind of understand and know what they're getting into. Uh, and so, you know, it's really allowed me to help friends and family of mine or people that I meet or network with that I grow, or, you know, I, I build a relationship with kind of unlock that, um, the, the uh, like using, you know, using real estate or these larger deals as an investment tool. Most of them didn't know that it was even an option. And a lot of people either don't understand real estate or know, or they think that the only way they can be involved in real estate is to be active. Uh, you know, and be the person that owns the house or, you know, that, that's a lot of people get, they, they're like, Oh, I believe in real estate, but I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to get up at two in the morning to go fix the toilet or, or be the, you know, having to take these calls from tenants or show the house or do all these different things. And there's so many different levels of real estate investing that that's just one. And it's like the, the, you know, being that single family owner, the active manager, landlord, you know, that maybe your dad, uncle, grandfather was, and, you know, there's a lot of people that we help, uh, get into real estate through passive investing. Are you strictly doing uh, syndication? 
Yeah, I mean, that's about 90% of what we do. And 95%, like I said, we're doing a development right now. That's going to be the largest development that we've done. I've never done ground up. I've, one of my partners has done ground up a lot, but I've not been active in one. And I never really knew, I didn't, I don't think I really ever got into it thinking I would do development, but you know, again, the, the, the deal came to us and it was a phenomenal opportunity. And so we didn't want to pass it up. Are you only doing deals in uh, Ohio? So we have, uh, we've got about 600 units here in Ohio, which units just means like apartment doors. And then we've got equity holdings. There's three of us in the group uh, that, that create, that makes this up the stream group. And between the three of us, we have over 2000 uh, doors. We have equity holdings. in. so not everything are we, you know, those 600, we are, we own, operate, manage, we have do all the construction in house. So it, we're vertically integrated that way, but everything else, we just have some type of role in the general partnership side of that deal. So we may have signed on the debt, uh, we might provide, uh, you know, assistance or help those less um, experienced GPs, like make the deal successful or help with the business plan or, you know, do whatever. So there's diff- different roles. And then in, in for that, we get equity in the deals. Now, unless you're a unicorn, which it doesn't look like you are, uh, uh, when was that time when things just didn't go right and you felt most unsuccessful in your real estate investing journey? Well, I'd say when I, so by myself, uh, when I, my very first deal, uh, you know, I didn't really, I probably, you know, they always say you don't know what you don't know. And I didn't know the first deal I ever did was a 50 unit apartment building. That was the first one I ever purchased. And when I was trying to purchase that, you know, I thought, oh, I got the deal under contract. I thought everything was going great. And then I went through like five different lenders before I found one that would actually lend on the deal and they wouldn't lend on it because of my experience level. Uh, and that was something that, you know, back then I didn't even know that there was anything like masterminds or partnerships or, you know, doing something like that. And, and, and that was probably, that was pretty defeating um, before I even really got into my first deal. Uh, so that was, that was, you know, I learned a lot from that experience. Uh, and now I, you know, again, I've helped a lot of people get their deal across the finish line because we can come in and add that experience, add that credibility, the, the net worth liquidity aspect that can, you know, a lot of people have struggled get their first, first one or two deals done because of that. So that was probably one of the early on, one of the times I felt like that. So did you like, just, just freak out and was like, this is way too much for me to handle. I need to get somebody to give me some more input, some coaching, things like that. Was it just like you were lost or were you still pretty much mentally together? You just needed some help. Yeah. So I think for me is, I don't ever feel like to get that feeling. Like, I mean, do I think that people can get a feeling of like, Oh my gosh, like overwhelmed or lost? Like, uh, I think yes, but it, it, for me, it's always something that's like temporary. Like I'm, I'm always kind of like, put my head down. How do I figure this out? There's gotta be an answer. There's gotta be a way around yeah. this. You know, I just have to dig in and figure it out. And so in that situation, I called a guy that I had met through networking. He was, he was a firefighter in Strongsville, Ohio. And then he had at the time when I think I first met him, he probably was about, if I had five or 600 units, now he's got close to a thousand. Uh, but he was, you know, I called him and was like, you know, what do I do? And he, and so he kind of gave me some, some tips or things that, you know, maybe try this. And, and I did those things and was able to get the deal funded. So, uh, awesome. you know, so yeah, like I said, it's just, it, it's networking is always a huge thing and, you know, kind of, um, utilizing who you have that you can network with and then, you know, never giving up and, and not allowing that feeling of kind of being lost or overwhelmed to, stop you from what you're trying to do what's the uh, one positive goal you have in your business right now 
Uh, right now we're just expanding. So I think for me is, is trying to, again, figure out how do we expand successfully? Because that's, it's like a balance, you know, where you have to, you, you've got needs that you have that you got to bring. So you need to hire people, but you also have to be able to be profitable enough to pay salaries and have, you know, people that rely on you. So I think one like positive goal is for us that we're working on is like, how do we continue to expand and grow, but not, you know, sometimes the saying like, you know, you got to slow down to speed up. And so that's kind yeah. of like where, you know, that, that's the balance we're working on right now is how do we, how do you, um, cause it's easy to grow quickly, right? You, there's plenty of people that I'm sure both of us have seen where they just go out and they're, it, at least it seems like they're buying a deal, buying a deal, buying a deal. And it's like, how are these guys, you know, going from node units or a hundred units to 2000 units in a year or whatever. And I'm always like that, you know, it, and I, what I've realized over the time is that a lot of them are not operating the deals, right? They buy them and then they just give them to a third party property management company and they move on to the next one. And that's great until the deal goes bad or starts to go bad. And like, they don't know, a lot of guys don't know how to fix it or, or catch it early or whatnot. And so we've, we've capitalized on, you know, other people's deals like that, where they've bought them, it got sideways uh, and then they had to sell it basically in distress in order to not lose investor money. And, you know, we're right there to then to capitalize on that. So what's your uh, favorite technology you use in your business? Oh man, I would say, I mean, I, you know, I'm really starting to get into like the social media uh, pushing. Like we've never, Tim and I are both being firemen have always kind of like, like hid from the camera and, and really, it, you know, we didn't feel like what we were doing was that awesome or that exciting. And so we, we've just this line, like last year, I really pushed myself to be on more podcasts and kind of, get the word out there. Cause I realized that, you know, what we're doing in our story is like actually uh, pretty amazing and it's helped a lot of people. And so that's, you know, I think that's the, the technology is just the social media platforms, the, the different things that I'm being exposed to now, or, you know, LinkedIn, TikTok, these, all these things that maybe I was not a part of before I was, you know uh, you know, it can be used in a positive way for business. And, and that's, you know, it, it can also be a time consuming thing that, distracts you from from being successful but you know that, that that's probably the, the coolest thing that we're doing right now that's that's the, the best thing about it all is that it helps so many people because when you think about when you're a kid you know that wasn't that long ago a lot of this stuff didn't exist and we didn't have access to information that really we feel is vital information today to help us financially and help our families and help the people after us when we're long gone and I, I got to admit, you, you hit it right on the head, man. I'm so thankful for this technology because it is helping so many other people. So, yeah, I, I applaud you on that one. Good one. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. And, I mean, and even like, you know, I mean, just, just the, the people that I get to meet network, you know, I mean, they're, yeah. they're like I said, people always, you know, I, I, I don't want to say it's overused, but they always say your network is your net worth. And I mean, there's just so many things that I could track in our business and our growth and, and deals we've done and whatnot or private money lending or just investors where, you know, it's all come through networking. And, uh, you know, and a lot of the people that I've met they're you know, they're not people I meet that live locally to me. So my network yeah. has expanded throughout the country and, and that's all been done because of social media and, and different, um, platforms that are out there. What's your current portfolio look like these days? So we've got 600 units now, a little over 600 units that we uh, we own, manage, um, and do construction on. That's all locally here in Central Ohio. And then we've got uh, about another 1,400 units or so that are like between the, the the group that are we have the holdings in. That's they're various different markets in the country. 
And then the development project that we're working on right now will be 300 single family homes, 200 apartments and uh, 200 um, basically age targeted housing, 55 and older kind of tier one assisted living. So we're, we're in the process of, of doing that development right now, pretty early on, but the goal for that is to keep the multifamily and, and have some type of equity in the assisted living. Uh, and then we'll sell off the single family home development once we do all the entitlements and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds, that sounds great, man. You guys are out there making it happen. I love that. Yeah. So uh, if, if people want to contact you and uh, work with you, how do they do that? So the best ways are, you know, there's, you can see me on social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, um, I'm on Instagram now. I think we just got onto TikTok not too long ago. So any of those platforms, uh, they can go to our website, which is www.thestreamgroups.com. And then they can fill out like a questionnaire on there. And then it gets emailed to myself or Tim. And then one of us respond. And we kind of, like, that's kind of usually how we, we start a relationship. You know, somebody sees me on something like this and they're like, man, these guys sound like they're doing great. Let's, you know, let's just see what it's like, right? Because the, the big thing for us is that, you know, we always like to work with people that we like and, yeah. you know, and then and, and same with investors, you know, we're not always a great fit for every investor and every investor is not a great fit for us. But, you know, if we're, if we're accomplishing the, you know, we're looking to accomplish the same thing, then, you know, we always like to make those connections and, and maybe it's not something that happens right now, but, you know, we get, you know, like I said, just expanding our network is always great. And when we have deals, we put them out there to the friends and family and, and the list that we have and, and, uh, give people a great opportunity. Yeah. It's all about relationships, man. That's it. So considering into uh, real estate investing, what do you feel you're most grateful for? Um, I'm just what real estate's done for my life. You know, it's given me the ability to make some, some choices. You know, that's really the thing is that I think that, that, um, you know, a lot of people, they go to, you know, they're, they go to school, high school, college, whatever, they get a job. And then they're kind of like, sometimes, you know, people kind of feel like they get stuck. And, you know, that's something that I've never wanted. And I've never wanted to have, uh, you know, a group have total control over me. You know, I just was talking with somebody yesterday who, you know, they've, they've worked, they had a state job and, and it's not in Ohio, they're in another state, but they, they've had a state job for like 20 years. And like they said that they, what really caused them to be nervous was they saw, other people that were close to being um, fully vested in their pension system get laid off basically. And everything they had worked for, for all these years was gone in, in an instant. And, you know, that's just like, there's just no security out there for anybody, you know, like even though when you think that you're secure in a long-term job like that, where you think you have a pension and you're like, it, it, you know, that used to be like the, you know, in the sixties and seventies, that was like the thing, right? If you work for Ford, Chevy, so, you know, like, I mean, you look at Detroit and all the things that happened with the, when the, um, auto industry kind of shrunk dramatically, you know, it happens in all kinds of different fields. And so for me, I did not want to have uh, anybody to have like control over me. So like real estate has given me choices. It's just greatly affected my family and my long-term legacy that uh, I get to leave for my kids. Yeah. I feel you on that. I felt that same impact around 2008, you know, everybody's got that same story. And uh, I thought I was in a really good job. The money was good. And next thing you know, big layoff. And I was like, Oh my God, this is not what I want to see. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I, I agree with you. Uh, before I hit you with the last question, I uh, just want to tell you, thank you very much for being on the show today. Uh, you got a great story. You guys are doing some incredible things. So, uh, keep it up and thanks again. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me on. All right. So, uh, finally, Seth, uh, how do you define real estate investing success? Uh, I think that the number one thing that people need to do when they are getting it, like, you know, one is, is, oh, they, people always say like, what's your why? 
why are you wanting to get into real estate is, or why are you wanting to use it as an investment uh, tool to grow your, your wealth or whatnot. And, and for me, it was, it was my family. And so, uh, you know, when I've achieved the goals I set for myself and, and for us, you know, that's success. I think everybody's version of it is different, you know, and, and figuring out, you know, kind of where you want to go and why is the first key to starting down that successful path. Cause if you just kind of, if you don't have that or you don't really know why you're doing it or where you're trying to go, uh, it's hard to, hard to really measure if you are successful. So I think that's, for me, that's what it is, is just knowing your why, which for me was my family and, and freedom of time. And I've, I've gained that, so. Successors, I hope you've enjoyed my quick conversation today and I hope you've gained just a little more insight into achieving your financial freedom and reaching your goals. For more real estate investing content like this and a lot more, please visit UnitedStatesRealEstateInvestor.com. That's UnitedStatesRealEstateInvestor.com. Thanks for listening. And as always, stay grateful, stay successful, and be free. Music by Stream Beats. Universe Media Mastering. Your audio more listenable.